You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman. And I, you know, I'm working on finalizing my draft book. Um, and I'm just going through trying to find any like breadcrumbs. What are the 49ers interested in? What are they not interested in? Is there anything that we can tell with positional needs, what they're trying to do, all those things? Well, they put out, and the media does an excellent job, and I got this list from 49ers Web Zone. They do a great job, um, yeah, kind of covering just a myriad of issues for the 49ers. And they put out the, you know, who has been confirmed through what media outlets the 49ers have had official pre-draft interviews and meetings with, whether that's through Pro Days, um, Combine, you know, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I was looking at this list, and I'm going to go through it in detail with you, who the 49ers have met with. And I think the positional numbers are probably far more important than the actual names themselves. And so it, it, it's very clear what the 49ers are looking for. If you just look at the confirmed meetings that they've already had, again, let's just go through the positions. They met with one offensive tackle. They've met with one linebacker. They've met with one safety, which I know a lot of people probably don't want to hear. A lot of people want uh, safety, you know, one of the first priority draft choices. They only met with one, and he's a day three guy. We'll talk about who he is in a minute. One center, that bothers me the most. One running back, four corners. Four corners, okay? So that's a priority. Four wide receivers, that's exciting. And the most position met with, seven. Almost twice as much as any other position, edge rushers. Edge. And so you look at Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch since they've showed up. Um, yeah, it's They draft defensive linemen. That's what they go up with. I mean, that's just what they do. And it seems like you're going to be doing that again. James, he says, you on spring break, you nailed it, my good friend. Uh, we are getting a tiny glimpse into what John Chapman's life is going to be like uh, in the future. And that's a lot of breakdowns and videos. Just got finished loading um, 
Debo highlights from 2022. That video is going to be coming out here just a couple short hours after this. So if you haven't hit subscribe yet, please do so. Uh, because, man, we got a lot of stuff, whether it's draft prospects, all those things. So, yeah, it's my spring break. That's why I'm going live a little bit early and not in class. I'm live with you guys instead of live yelling at my students. I don't really yell at my students. Uh, that's okay. Uh, here's an awesome question, Kyle. He says, question, do they usually draft guys that they meet with? Uh, they met with Debo. They met with Ayuk. They met with, uh, you know, Salvin Ahmed. Just off the top of my head, some of the players that they drafted or brought in. And I don't think – I think the names are important, but I think the positions are more important, if that makes sense. It lets you know what they're targeting. For example, uh, they met with, like, Jalen Rager, Justin Jefferson. Um, what's it called? C.D. Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, all those different guys. And guess what? They met with all these first-round wide receivers, and what do they do? They trade back up into the first round to get a wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk, who they did meet with. So I think it's, you know, you're, you're sifting through. Does it mean that they're going to draft one of these players? Not necessarily. And John Lynch has even talked about that and how sometimes they'll throw stuff out there to try to throw people off their trail. But why would you, why would you meet with seven edge prospects if that's not a need. Now, if you look at the 49ers depth chart, they have 12 defensive linemen already. You only keep 12. I mean, you only keep 10. Last year, they kept 11, put Maurice Hurst, I believe it was Maurice Hurst, on, um, what's it called, IR right afterwards, brought in a center, went back down to 10. So, I mean, you have the depth there. And this is kind of the MO for the 49ers with free agency. Fill the roster. Now, if you can improve a situation, then great. But you have so many edge prospects already. I'm not speaking out against. I'm just I'm trying to create a conversation for why this is good, why this is bad. Edge is going to be addressed, okay? But if you just look at edge, you got Bosa, you got Samson, you got Kerry Hyder, you got Charles O'Minihue, you got Jordan Willis. I mean, that's five guys at the edge position already. Yet you meet with twice as many edge prospects as anybody else in the draft. So this is just a clear priority. Um, on you know what it is you're trying to address. Edge is edge is important. Shot J, what's up, man? Uh, great guy. Do you think some of these meetings are for due diligence? Yes. Now, why do you hold these meetings? Usually, if there's question marks, you can't figure out, or uh, you know, you're trying to get one of those gold star, gold helmet guys that the 49ers do. Uh, yeah, that's a part of it. If there's medical issues, if there's off the field issues, if you know there's you know intelligence issues if you know you get some word from your scouts that man this guy just doesn't really know what's going on you want to sit down and see if he understands concepts does he watch film you can kind of tell personality wise is this a football guy somebody that loves football is this just a stud athlete a personality things grades things all kinds of different things you can get into family issues troubled past it's not all bad but if you have a question mark and you're like man i really like this guy's tape which you know they've gone over before they decided who to meet with but i want to know this and so sometimes you have to do a sit down and you can kind of get that and figure that out. Um, that's where that's got to be. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Um, I think uh, the end to trade Jimmy on the draft. I hope so. You know, I, I've again, I'm just going to keep putting this out there. You know, this this tweet that I put out there, this was in March before legal tampering over a month old now that I put out there on Twitter. Quote, sad to say, but the Jimmy G trade might not happen until after day one of the NFL draft. You know, keeping my receipts and putting them out there. It might not happen. I could be wrong, but I'm telling you, whenever you looked at what was happening, the breadcrumbs, right back to the breadcrumbs, baby. It makes sense why, why they are there. Um, it makes sense why that's going on. 
uh, from Kyle. Did they meet with Hufunga last year? Um, I'm going to ask you guys to do some research. Um, I don't have a producer on this show. I, I want to keep going with the name. So can somebody look up if they had an official meeting with Hufunga last year? I'm not sure off the top of my head. I don't want to give incorrect information. So if you guys are uh, you know, listening to this podcast through audio platforms that are not live, um, our, uh, what's it called, <laughs> our, our research people are going to be jumping on this, our live YouTubers. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, so, all right, let's jump into the actual names now. We've gone over the positions. Let's talk about it. And here's why I want to talk about the names. Not necessarily because I think these are the names that are going to be drafted. Again, I care about where they are draft positional-wise on big boards around the league because I think it tells you who the 49ers will be targeting at those positions, right? Okay, so let's go through edge, which is the uh, the most, you know, whatever, <laughs> seven meetings. Okay, D'Angelo Malone out of Western Kentucky, very fun prospect. He's a third to fourth round target. That's kind of where he's going to be. Alex Wright out of UAB, Alabama, Birmingham, third to fourth round target. Michael Clemens out of Texas A&M, he's a day three guy, kind of fifth, sixth round. Uh, if you don't get one of the top edges, this is somebody that you could settle on day three. Boye Mafe, I think he's probably the highest on my big board out of Minnesota. I think he's a back-end first-round pick, uh, early second-round pick. So if Boya Mafe is somebody that you really, really want, that's a trade-up target. He's not going to be there at 61. At all. Like, people talk about Christian Watson, the wide receiver, who they have met with. We'll talk about wide receivers in a second. Boye Mafe, that dude's going pretty high. So you're talking trade up into the 40s if that's somebody you want to go get. Drake Jackson, uh, Southern Cal guy, he's a second to third round pick, which was interesting when I saw they met with him. He's not your typical speed bend rusher like a lot of these other cats are he's a little bit of a different makeup end uh more of a buck style in um not your bend guy he, he's a fun prospect i like him but you know he's not that d ford replacement guy dominique robinson out of miami of ohio probably third round and majai sanders second to fourth round so did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Those are the seven edges that they've had meetings with, and you can kind of see the majority of them. 
that third to fourth round, which the 49ers have picked 93, and they have picked 105. Let me throw this up there, their exact pick, so you can kind of see what's going on. Look at this. We're stepping up our game here at the 49ers Rush Podcast. Um, but, yeah, is that somebody – are these guys you target at 61? Some of them. But it seems like that 93, 105, 134 picks, those three picks in the uh, late third, early fourth – not early fourth, it's late fourth – those are the type of prospects you're looking at with this edge group, right? Uh, that's kind of, you know, whatever you look at this, uh, that that's where that's going to be. Uh, let's see here. I, and I, I love this. Johnny says, I am all for edge. If it's a pure pass rusher, I could care less about a DT edge tweener. They could be had anywhere. Man, our, our coaches love those guys. We've got so many of those guys. They want that versatility, right? Uh, <laughs> I love this robe. They didn't meet with Aaron Bates. Oh gosh, that one. Yikes. That one, that one hurts. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm seeing they did not from DUX stars. They did not meet with Hufunga last year. They did not. And again, uh, that's from web zone. That's where I got this list from 49ers web zone. So I want to give them credit for what they do. They always do a uh, uh, great stuff. Uh, love those guys. Uh, yeah. And right here, sticking with this edge. John says, my favorite is Arnold Ebicady, which, I like him too. If you want that pure edge speed guy, he fits it in spades. I don't think he's going to be there either, but I do like that they're doing their due diligence. And I think the question is this. Currently, before the Jimmy Garoppolo trade, if he does get traded, the 49ers are slated to have 11 picks, 11 draft picks in 2023, next year's draft class. So just because they don't have first-round picks doesn't mean they can't move around. Definitely could, especially with two thirds. Like you know, I did a mock draft yesterday with trades. If you haven't uh, watched that one yet, go back and check it out. Yeah, I think we did three trades in our first three rounds. Like we were bouncing around all over the place, and you still, I think we still landed nine players in this draft. So you're going to be able to move around. The 49ers have a lot of they they've dominated the comp picks, and that helps them with finessing the draft board to go get these targets that they like. Um, oh, I love this. Coach Cruz, appreciate this, man. Uh, he says, no Hufunga, but they did meet with Lenore. So, yeah, it, you know, if you're looking for a percentage as far as who they have or have not met with, it's probably not high. But again, when you're meeting with a bunch of corners, that means they're targeting a corner. I think that's what that means. Now, where... That's kind of the question, right? So let's go to wide receivers. They met with four wide receivers. And yes, <laughs> yes, they did meet with Christian Watson, Trey Lance's former teammate. That dude's going high-end second round, possibly first round. You want Christian Watson? I understand those of you that do the, the I think it's the PFT draft simulator. Yeah, they're low on Christian Watson. And yeah, it, it's it's interesting you know, he's not going to be there. He's not going to be there at 61. I'm telling you that right now. If you want him, you got to trade up. They can do that, but will they? They've also met with Southern Methodist University, SMU. Danny Gray, third to fifth round draft pick. Uh, Samori Torre out of Nebraska, late day three guy, probably sixth, seventh round draft pick. And then Mike Harley out of Miami. Again, day three guy. So it's like, man, if we can meet with Trey Lance, if we could sink Trey Lance and... <laughs> Christian Watson together, great. If not, it seems like they're going to wait on a speedster. All those guys got some decent speed there. Um, oh, I like this. Here, here we go. And uh, getting a little more clarification from Kyle. He says, was just wondering about the Hufunga meeting because they had him as a gold helmet on their board without meeting him. Um, yeah, very, very true. And I think Hufunga is a person 
that there was a lot of information on. One, prominent family, you know, NFL ties, uh, all that kind of stuff with Paul Amalu and whatever else. Plus USC, there's definitely some connections uh, between, you know, some 49ers front office people and USC's front office. So I think they were able to get a lot of information. And he was just a longtime starter, Pac-12 defensive player of the year, passion for the game. You know, he was one of the prominent spokespersons that spoke a lot after games for USC. Not that I'm a USC guy. I'm very far from it. But, uh, <laughs> like, there was a lot of information and interviews out there. So I'm curious how that would fold, right? Because some of these guys have probably never been in front of a microphone. And... So having those meetings will get that extra, I don't know, depth into their character and who they are and their football savviness. I think if you ever watched anything, Hufanga jumped off his very first interview with us, you know, saying he wanted to be a Pro Bowl special teamer. That's what he saw of himself. And so you see that, and it's just like, whoo. Uh, yeah, so great stuff, Kyle. I love that. Uh, wonderful perspective there. Swan song, John. Do you think with Ward being adept to man-to-man, -man, do you think the 49ers are less reliant on a coverage strong safety? You know, I get this a lot, Swan, and, and I think it's a wonderful question, but here's what I can say. For the past two years, the 49ers have interchangeable safeties. They do not have a legitimate free safety or strong safety. Now, they might at the outset of the play. So let's say you're moving, you know, uh, strong safety like Hufunga down, and you have Ward up top as that kind of cover three middle of the field safety. As soon as a motion happens, it's an automatic switch to where Hufunga drops deep and Jimmy Ward drops into the box. For example, if you go to, I think the Packers game, maybe it's the Packers game, um, where the game's on the line, Hufunga's the deep safety. You know, this is against Devontae Adams. It's Ambry Thomas and it's Hufanga who are back against the deep post route uh, stopping Devontae Adams. You know what I mean? Like, so they might have a plan to have, okay, we want Jimmy Ward back. But, man, they've been pretty interchangeable. It didn't matter if it was Tart. didn't matter if it was, you know, Wilson who filled in for a few games. It didn't matter if it was Hufanga. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It does seem like speed. This is a huge speed safety class, probably one of the fastest safety classes ever. Um, so if you want that pure speed guy, you're going to be able to get that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hufunga, the knock on him was, man, how can he cover deep, limited athletic profile? He did improve as the year went on. There's there's no doubt about that. Uh, Kali, what's up? Danny Gray would be a nice late round addition. Speed, speed, speed. Six foot guy, four three seven. There's a lot of speed. I mean, it's just the NFL, right? It's the the way that things are trending in college football and just with everything in general. It's just speed. Speed kills. And that that's kind of where things are. And so yeah, it's 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 a lot. Now, before we jump to cornerbacks and other positions, real quick word. Come on, my baseball peeps. All right, guys, excited to tell you about the Giant Cocktails podcast. It's a weekly podcast where they cover the San Francisco Giants. Which, man, we need that now more than ever. And these are two great dudes. Ben and Matthew, they're awesome. And they start every single episode where they make some unique type of cocktail. Then they go on these alcohol-fueled rants about baseball and all these things. So head over there. It's awesome. It's a very fun podcast. Really feels like you're just hanging out with, you know, two really cool guys. Um, and they go through everything. And, you know, one of my favorite things about sports podcasts, maybe I'm not that good at this. It's just the comedy and the camaraderie that they bring about this. So get caught up with the Giants while learning how to make great 
tasting cocktails and i'm telling you this it doesn't get better than this if you haven't checked it out yet head over there uh, wherever you get your audio podcast giant cocktails podcast trust me they're worth the effort go check it out you're gonna love it and let them know the 49ers rush podcast sent you all right, uh, so let's jump now to the cornerback position, which a lot of fans, especially early on before the Charvarius Ward signing, were saying, like, this one's the most important cornerback position. They've met with Marcus Jones, slot guy, one of my favorite prospects in this draft. Uh, I think he's the second to third round prospect. If you want to guarantee get him, you got to take him to the second or trade back in the second or up in the third. I don't think he's going to be there at 93. He's small, but his tape and returnability is too damn good. I don't think he's going to fall immediate starter. Kalen Barnes, fastest person, second fastest person in combine history. Uh, cornerback out of Baylor, he ran the 4.2340. Uh, he was the one that initially broke the record and then you know whatever else they went back and the official time was one hundredth of a second behind um gosh was it, who broke the record I, I can't oh john ross that's right um you got chase lucas out of asu arizona state herm edwards connection man we got a lot of guys there he's a fifth to sixth round prospect and then trey webb out of montana state he's more of a priority free agent um late day three maybe that's where he kind of fits. Now, we met with one running back. This one's important to me because James Cook out of Georgia, Dalvin Cook's little brother, whenever I'm doing these mock drafts and, you know, the 49ers on the clock at 61 and you look at best player overall available, every time I see James Cook, I kind of do, like, the same thing as my, like, French Bulldog does. Like, whenever she's, like, curious about something, I go, hmm. Like, I do the little, hmm. Because it, it, it makes sense. He's a perfect fit in our system. He's an absolute just playmaker. Not the like elite speed, even though he has speed. He's just you you can't you can't measure what he has. And what I mean by that is you just gotta watch. It, it's get your popcorn ready. And the, the fact that the 40 hours met with one guy at the running back position and it's James Cook, I think they're fine getting you know, a late round speedster to add to the running back core. There's a lot of those guys available, which I'm really excited about. But, but <laughs> this guy is a certified playmaker that in a Kyle Shanahan, you're talking about somebody, him and Elijah Mitchell could be a one two punch for years. That would be unreal. Um, that's, that's James Cook, uh, which I would, ooh, ooh, man, I would like it. From Anmol, he says, John, who's your dream defensive end at 61? Arnold Ebicady would be a lot of fun. You know, let me let me just go to my list right here. That would be absolutely perfect. Again, to be honest with you, probably the best one, and I think 49ers fans won't like this, would be David Ajabo. I don't think he lasts that long. He's the one that just tore his Achilles um, at his pro day. He was a top 10 player for me. If you could get him, you're talking about somebody that could go back in December and be ready to go. I talked earlier about the depth that we have there with the five edge players already. He could rest. And the 49ers, they're playing for playoffs. Like, that is David Ajobo, Boye Mafe. Those are the two types of guys that I want um, at 61 if we're going to be there. Arnold Ebicady, if one of those guys fall, I doubt any of them will. But I that's somebody, <laughs> that's somebody I really want. I really, really want. Uh, from Rome. Uh, he says, Zaquandre White, Pierre Strong are better than Cook, but Cook is co. I like those other guys. I, I don't know if I'd put them better. They might be better scheme fits in the Shanahan system, uh, 
the straight line speed. But I'm telling you right now, when I watch James Cook, it's just get your popcorn ready. It's just pure entertainment. It's I love that guy. I'm telling you right now. And a little spoiler alert, he might be my running back one of this class. Ugh. Yeah, over over Brees Hall. Yes, over uh, Walker. Yes, that's how much I like him. I like like I love him. <laughs> Would I take him at sixty one? Probably not. Probably not. But if we did. I'd be buying a jersey, and I would not be upset. I think that you can allocate those funds much better, especially whenever you traded up last year for Trey Sermon. But, again, the little kid, John Chapman in me, oh, my gosh. I, I'm telling you right now, if we found a way to get James Cook, whew, man, it, it would, man, that would be fun. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. All right, one center, and I love this guy, Cam Jurgens out of Nebraska. He has probably the widest range of where you know different sites have him graded anywhere from second round I've seen with Dane Brugler to fifth sixth round on some websites like he could go anywhere but he's a perfect scheme fit for the 49ers I think if you want him third round's the latest you could get him one safety Leon O'Neill out of Texas A&M he's a day three guy one linebacker Troy Anderson this was interesting he's a second round prospect like we have three stud linebackers but maybe the 49ers see something in him that would, you know, again, how do the 49ers draft? They redshirt players, uh, both Drake Greenlaw and Aziz last year, their deals. Maybe you draft Troy Anderson in the third round. If he falls, um, you know, he's the fourth linebacker this year. You let one of those guys go. He steps in. I wouldn't want to spend that draft. I'd rather spend it on James Cook personally than Troy Anderson. I like Troy Anderson out of Montana state, but man, we've hit on so many linebackers, so many. Uh, late that I, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see there. And one offensive tackle, and that's Gene DeLance out of Florida, who's a developmental, super high, kind of, you know, former tight end, 6'7. He's huge out of Florida. That's a late day three guy that you'd redshirt, and then maybe he could fight for that right tackle spot if McGlinchey goes somewhere else or whatever. I don't know. There's lots of different variances there. Um, but, uh, uh, Animal, he says, Are you out on Trey Sermon? I'm not. I'm not on a, out on Trey Sermon, but if you can get somebody that you could envision, again, let's just say the 49ers are like me and not not like you, Ed Ball, because you value other guys more. And I love those guys that you brought up, those other running backs, uh, Zaquandre White and Pierre Strong. There's lots of other ones. But what if the 49ers say, golly, we've got a first-round grade on James Cook? And watching the tape, you could justify that. The metrics, not so much. But what if they do and he falls to 61? And what if Kyle Shanahan just says, ah, oh, why not? Let's go get this guy. I don't think that means you're out on Trey Sermon. It's just, man, we, we need running backs. Um, yeah, and I, I do think that, you know, if we get another running back, they would battle it out with Hasty. That's correct. And Hasty's the guy you could probably keep on your practice squad, I'll be honest with you. Um, somebody might claim him, but he's not imperative to the future of the 49ers position, if that makes sense. Um, but anyway, I, I don't know. I think that this was a very, very good look at some different things that you could do uh, that the 49ers are trying to do. Edge, corner, wide receiver. That kind of came off to me. Um, now, if you're wanting to party with us on the draft, as always, guys, check this out. Look at that freaking awesome picture Juan Salas made. Um, we're going to be partying 
in Mandalay Bay on the Vegas Strip with Fred Warner, with Eliza Mitchell. Still have tickets available. Uh, go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get your tickets. Uh, whether you want meet and greet, whether you just want to come party. This is, man, all food, all drinks included for several hours on the Vegas Strip. Rented out a swanky club, guys. It's going to be a good time. All 49ers fans. We're going to have an absolute blast. If you want tickets, head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, it's going to be legendary. And if you, you know, maybe that's out of your budget. I understand it's expensive. It costs us a lot to get all this stuff taken care of. Day two, super cheap, man. We rented out a brewery there in Vegas, and we're going to be doing the same thing. All of day two picks, we're going to be coverage. We got so many different 49ers content creators coming out. It's going to be incredible. So I hope that you get to come out with us and party with us because it's just going to be awesome. You know, we're trying to create the best 49ers party out there, and that that's really our only concern. Oh, look at this guy. Speak of the devil, the wonderful man appears. John Juan Salas, thank you for the gift. There we go. Got to give something away. This guy's so incredible. So here we go. Let's do this. Um, I'm trying to think of a question real quick. Who was somebody that the 49ers drafted that you thought was going to be amazing that turned out to be an absolute bust? So throw that up in the chat right there. Uh, who is somebody that the 49ers drafted in the past that you were just sold was going to be the next 49ers great that just didn't pan out. And I'll pick one of those responses and we'll, we'll be giving a shirt away. Thanks to the beautiful Juan Solace. Thank you, Juan. You're the absolute best and I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm seeing lots of different stuff. Yeah, Juan, he's Juan just always, man. That dude's the best. And I can't say thanks enough. Uh, for what that dude means just as a friend, what he does for the podcast, all the cut-ups. You saw the picture he made. The dude is just killing it. Uh, without Juan, this podcast is not what it should be. So I uh, just want to say thank you, man. Uh, appreciate all you do. Oh, Philip, he says, I like Abram Smith running back. Dude is a cannonball. Yeah, we threw up a Baylor breakdown over on Patreon, and Philip uh, emailed me right afterwards. I like this guy. He is a bowling ball. You're exactly right. Little Maurice Jones Drew type build. Uh, he's fun. So if you want to go check that out, that's over on Patreon. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Robin, uh, hashtag CC. Sorry I got it late. No worries. No worries, man. I, I love it. Oh, Rashawn Woods. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, the OSU wide receivers. They, they haunt me in my dreams. Witherspoon. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Lance. Oh, gosh. Got to get out of here, Brocco Miner. He's always bringing the terrible ones. Solomon Thomas. Yeah, everybody thought, you know, you traded back. You thought he was going to be incredible. And Mitch Wisnowski. Oh, my gosh. That uh, That is awesome. Ruben Foster. Pettis. Yeah, these are the ones, man. These, these are the ones that hurt. Pettis. Jalen Hurd. Pettis. You see all these. Trent Taylor. He had that great rookie year, had that back injury, and it just never came back. Lattimore, oh, that one hurts really bad. LaMichael James, that dude. Taylor Mays and LaMichael James. J.J. Stokes. Oh, I, I got to go J.J. Stokes on this one. We took him with the 10th overall pick. So, Greg, I want to say congratulations. You are the winner of our shirt. I need you to email us, uh, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. I'll get you a shirt ordered and get it shipped out to you. Uh, so, just want to say thank you, guys. I love this, man. Ooh, Joe Williams, as we talk about running backs. Look at that, Arnold. That Kyle Shanahan had to have. Remember, he pounded the table and couldn't sleep that night because he thought he might be gone. They traded up, never took one snap. 
with the 49ers. Uh, but he had, you know, the questionable pass and work ethic, and that kind of came through. Um, and that's why you meet with these guys. Uh, that That's where that is. So, man, this has been fun. Uh, for those of you on the channel, make sure you hit subscribe because we got a crazy, really in-depth Debo breakdown that I spent a lot of time on. Uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. That's going to be coming out in just a couple hours. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't. And for those of you that are listening to this podcast and not on YouTube, I can't stress enough. Go check out our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe. Help us out. We're trying to build something different here. We're trying to build something that's going to last, and I, I I don't know. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth your time. So just type in John Chapman on YouTube or type in 40 Hours Rush Podcast, and it gets you to our channel. Hit subscribe. Turn that notification bell on so when we do go live and we do our giveaways and all that stuff, you can take part of that. So just want to say thank you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this, and as always, stay strong and faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.